0: I'll start off by saying I'm bored, I'm broke, and I'm back
1: (laughs) That's how we win That's how you win right there That's how you win Just keep it winning Just keep it winning
0: We always keep it winning Here on the Cult of Cult podcast Just kidding, no we don't But thanks for listening anyway Uh, You've got Brian Stabby and you've got Gumby, and we're back here on a victory. What is it? It's Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Wednesday. That's right. Um, we are justified in putting a Wednesday podcast together because the Washington Football Team played on Monday Night Football in front of a national audience, and um, they take
1: the dub. Uh, Gumby, you're clearly pretty excited about it. I mean, we we got a win. We got we got three wins in a row for this season. I don't care about all the other BS that's going on. That's all stuff that we've talked about. But for a split second moment in my life, I was excited to see football, winning football on TV. I could not have been more excited. Could not have been more excited.
0: Yeah. It's nice when when shit breaks your way. It doesn't always for us. I mean, I'm not going to do the thing where I go back and Google it, but Washington has not been very good historically in primetime games. No. Uh, Not on Monday nights. Uh, You know, a few notable exceptions, but um, not really our bread and butter per se. And so to be able to get one, it's it's pretty cool. It's like everybody had to watch us. If you were going to watch football, you had to watch Washington football team and when given a lack of options um desperate times i think for some folks but I, what do you, what do you, what are your takeaways um on the game honestly just sort of high level what's what's your give me the the one sentence two sentence summary of uh of of of
1: the game for me it was ugly but damn it was pretty you loved just watching this team Put together some of those drives, you know, the, the the grind them out, just just get it that get it taken care of. Gibson and McKissick just just running it out. So, so my full it's ugly, but it was pretty. Yeah. That is my like quick synopsis of this game going against Seattle, who had a great record on Monday night, who they're, they're, they're always prime time. They're always up for a battle and they are kings at taking a close game and winning it. Not this week they weren't, and no. so just watching, I was so excited. So, ugly, but so pretty. So, so pretty. Okay, so along those lines then,
0: um, we'll just, let's break it down. We are we are nothing if not creatures of habit, I would say, and so it's helpful for us to sort of uh, segment our thoughts, to stay organized. We're going to do um, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Or maybe we, do you want to do bad, good, ugly? Is that sort of like a nicer flow? No,
1: let's no, go bad, good. the ugly, good. the good. good, the bad, the ugly. Just, just it sounds better coming out of your mouth. It does. Bad, yeah. the ugly. We're doing this on
0: the fly, folks.
1: Yeah,
0: we're, yeah. but you know, we're committed to delivering you the, the finest in Washington Football Team podcast. Um, all right, give me your good, and it can be a couple of them. There's, there's, there's not just one good thing. Give me, give me though your <clears throat> first initial like. Here's a thing I'm pointing to from this contest that I can definitively state as a positive takeaway that's worthy of discussion.
1: Washington football team is on their fourth center. Their fourth. Mm. Yes. And each one just keeps stepping up and doing a great job. And that's that's a testament to the line coach as you're sitting there you're watching the I mean when that fourth center came in I'm like it's over like we can't possibly win this game and he held his own he you know called signals got the plays taken care of and held his own so that was beautifully wonderfully good that is a good moment right there for the Washington football team is having a that that fourth center and being able to still play this game so that's my first good second good seeing Samuel back out there
0: yes Curtis Samuel getting back out there. Um you were happy. He was on your fantasy team. Didn't do you a whole lot of good this week, did it? But, but he's still uh,
1: there, baby. We, we don't need to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, someone beat she me by like seventy end. points. Thanks, yeah. Brian, your bastard. Um so with that also if you look at the, the wide receiving core, the yeah. good was that, that they showed up. Yeah. They they were almost full throttle with Logan and you got and Samuel and, and of course Scary Terry's all back and even you know we had such a good time, and then you have to also bring in good. The running game was back. You know, did what gives that twenty-nine carries or something obscene like that? Like he, he was an obscene amount of carries. Still with a, I think he's a, a a fractured uh, part of his foot is fractured, so he's still going crazy and still grinding out three, four yards at a time, just killing it. So good, good, good. I across the the the. Though the, the thing was the watching the offense come together. That was good. Uh, what, what are your thoughts, Brian? On good. It's very
0: funny because other than on the fly, determining this segment, um, we did not discuss what our options were before we popped on the air. My, my goods are all variations on the things that you said, basically. Um, in terms of offensive line play, I, this, I don't know if you saw a lot of this, but something I that really impressed me was how strong Washington was playing when they were moving east-west and when they're doing stretch plays out of the backfield and when they're doing misdirections and when they're doing screens sort of like lofting out to the flats. I was very impressed when the play they were not, and you're you're right. Antonio Gibson did rush for 111 yards on 29 carries. So they had he had to kind of grind it out some between the tackles, but they were not they were not winning the football game because they ran between the tackles. They were winning the football game because they were going off guard and they're going off tackle, and they're taking everything to the outside. And maybe some of that is a function of being on their fourth center, but. I was so impressed at their ability to get out to the edge and block yeah. and open up lanes and the the play action and the misdirection legitimately seemed to confound Seattle's front seven. The linebackers I think were they had they were respecting the motion. They were respecting it in a way where like they couldn't they couldn't be like, "Oh, I know what's going to happen here." Cuz like got to keep an eye he could be getting the ball, he could be coming off the ball. Um, and and blocking, so I was really impressed. And it, that's not just a O line thing. I mean, it is prim- primarily, but in terms of the wide receivers, they were blocking downfield like they were running. They're doing the sled in practice. They, I, you, you watch some of those short screens out to the flat, out to. Uh, I mean, J D McKissick had five catches. Most of them out into the flats. And Adam Humphreys had a hat on a hat. He had Terry McLaurin with a hat on a hat. You had Logan Thomas coming back. A hat on a hat. Just like getting their guy and driving him down the field. Even, Even Curtis Samuel, who... You know, had just one catch for nine yards, but like was out there getting physical with the defensive backs in front of him. He was not a slouch. He wasn't just letting his guy run by him when it, his responsibility was to block. So I was, that stood out for me from a playmaking perspective. Two other things. One, Jamie McKissick, he did get hurt. They did have to cart him off. It sort of seems like, you know, that's never a great sign, but his, everything he's saying is he's like, I'm, I'm feeling okay. It'll be all right.
1: It's definitely concussion like, protocol. Like he definitely yeah, got like, his yeah, his head got hit.
0: Yeah, they used to say he's getting his bell rung. But, oh, uh, it was
1: rung all right. Yeah,
0: um, he is. I would say at this point, approaching a level of dudedom that I did not anticipate we would see out of J.D. McKissick when he came to Washington.
1: I I would absolutely agree. He has shown he's balling out. He's shown, even though you know Gibson's a great, he's becoming a a great, if a good to great running back right now for Washington. But McKissick is this secondary guy who's, you know, I I I want to say he became what we wanted Chris Thompson always to be. I
0: feel very similarly.
1: Yes. Yeah, this guy who can catch a ball, he can run the ball, but also he's always willing to step in and help. And where Chris Thompson was almost always there that's where McKissick is just showing up and he's always come he's always game time and I love watching him play
0: yeah he brings an element um he brings an element to this offense that it's like he can just turn it on like it's explosive and he'll if you sleep on him he will blow right by you, he does so many things well. Yeah, obviously, you hope he's not out for an extended period of time. Um, he has ended up becoming a pretty crucial part of this offense, and then the final good, and it all goes downhill. <laughs> downhill after this, but is I uh, do you see the the footage of Ron Rivera coming off the field? Um, well, just oh yeah, pumped up, just getting yeah. pumped up with the fans. Let's I fucking love, go. Let's I love that go. fire. I yeah. love it. That, that, you know, he, it's funny. Cause like some of the, the riverboat Ron thing is a little bit tug in cheek. It's like, he wears transition glasses. He's a little bit dorky, okay? <laughs> like, you know, a little bit. That's that's like a real But dad he's also
1: move. <laughs> but he's also a linebacker that was part of the 85 Bears. That's so true. You, he's this Jekyll and Hyde sometimes where yeah. you know he tries to keep you everything to the cuff, and you're absolutely right. He gives this old dad field, but then you remember he's a he at some point in time was a true badass. Yeah, he and was on the like
0: one of the two best defenses of all time. All time. He he's just like an interesting he's an interesting football character like I enjoy yep. um and not in like a Steve Spurrier he yeehaw kind of way like <laughs> in a like oh yeah okay he he brings a little bit of something that like keeps it interesting like I'm not so interested in like um I'm not so interested in like Nick Sirianni although maybe that's not a good example there're just a lot of boring boring ass football coaches like guys who are just like Replacement level. This is why yeah. people in Detroit love Dan Campbell so much, because like he's talking about like biting guys' kneecaps, and it's like I don't know what he's saying, but I'm here for it.
1: I, you know, he's got his tie. I want him to have a second season. I'm he just does, saying. Yeah, I hope he does too.
0: Uh, <laughs> so those were those were my good things. Um, what what for you was leaving a little bit to be desired? Like what were you sort of seeing? Like ah, damn, I dislike.
1: I'm gonna yeah. say like I'm gonna generalize it, and I'm gonna give a little good and then and go back to it. it the yeah. secondary. Okay. My bad was the secondary. Yeah. Um and I got two bad. So the one was secondary. Secondary gave up the big plays. And you can't do that in these close games like this. Two massively big plays they gave away. And that became a, a that that's a problem. And the more we go against these great quarterbacks, uh Wilson's been a little iffy just because I think he has a broken hand or something which on his he's broken a finger on his throwing hand but he can't – you can't just give up those big plays. you got to be there. And there's at least two where guys are wide open, yes. and that's bad. We, we put ourselves really close to losing this game because of that. Where Our defense held, 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 big play. Defense held, 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 held big play. That's 14 points right there, mm-hmm. 14 of them right there. Mm-hmm. So that's bad when it comes to that entire scenario. Um, my second bad is that was that the the field goal attempt or the extra point attempt that caused all the issues with the kicker sly where yeah. he kicked it right into the guy's helmet. But if you watch the video, that ball was sailing left. It was I don't think it was going to go anywhere near the field goal. It was a shitty kick. And then this guy has to right off the guy's helmet, which means it's a low kick. Our line buckled a little bit. It was a, a consistent falling apart. Then you let a lineman pick the ball up and finish it off on the other side of the field. Come on now. And in the process, our kicker pulls his hammy. Yeah. Just it, all the good luck that we had had before that moment all fell apart for a split second. And I thought that was the changeover. That was the bad. We had so many bad things happen in about 30 seconds and it was horrifying. And then you have the, the, the secondary given away. So those are my two big Bads, bads. What about you?
0: Maybe we should talk to each other before we start <laughs> recording because,
1: you know, invariably
0: we've watched enough Washington football team football that we're going to start to develop uh, similar opinions here. Um, the thing that I struggle with, and I will go back to front, is why doesn't every team just run an offense like it's the last two minutes of the quarter? They would score on us every time. Every time, the defensive secondary just like getting gashed. They're just and this is two years of this now, where there's yeah. that open space, that soft area between the linebackers and the defensive secondary, and these and, and it's not just one route. It's not like they're running curls or drags or like pose. Like it's all of it. Every the timing plays are always there in between sort of that middle distance, middle-long distance, and it is infuriating. And save for, I mean, the saving grace of the game was an interception by Kendall Fuller on the two-point attempt, and we will give credit where it's due, but just like the number of times that I have seen an opposing offense get the ball with like... Fifty-five seconds left on their own twenty-yard line, and I'm like, "Well, they're at least going to get in a field goal range." It's like, "Well, it, why the hell is It's
1: that? almost immediate. It, it, it's it's they're going to get do a quick play, then they're going to do a long play, and then they're going to do a bomb, and then they're going to be on the get 30. out of bounds,
0: and then they're yeah, it's like, "Oh, well, the Ugh. kicker's warm." It's like, truly, if I were eating the tape again, not a big tape eating guy, but it's just like, "Oh, if we want to hurry up against this team and like make them have to like work middle the." Secondary is open. So, all right, we're just going to do it. It's infuriating. I'm exhausted by it. They have got to figure it out. I mean, Ben, but don't break. Only gets you so far. Like, convince me a little bit here yeah. would be something that I would hope to see. I, On the other side of the football, we have, you're right, we've won three games in a row. It's great. It's the only number that matters is the one that's on the scoreboard at the end of the game. I, the number of times though that on offense they have failed to finish drives where they'll build a bunch of momentum and it's like oh they are gonna score here and either the drive peters out and they have to kick a field goal which at which again these days not a given
1: no and and thank God oh, I almost say thank God that our kicker got hurt because the field goal was out they almost had to do Ron River kept saying two had more to down go for two. third and fourth you now have two downs to do this let's get it done and it's scary it's super scary
0: but then like yeah the flip side of that is you know like a, a ball that was ruled as dropped at the goal line by Logan Thomas it's like first of all the replay takes too damn long. I know I sound like my father, but it's just like, how do you watch this? It takes, they take five minutes to review these things. It's like, yeah, no, it's not, it's not super duper fun. It's definitely the worst part of the NFL is like, Oh, did the ball touch the ground? Uh, I don't
1: don't know if that's the worst part of the NFL. There's a couple other things that are pretty bad. Okay. But game wise. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Game wise. It makes it, I, it just like is, (laughs) it grinds everything to a screeching halt and everyone becomes a lawyer. Like, it's like, that's really fun. It's like, oh, well, by definition, was that a catch? It's like, well...
1: No. Oh, my God. And the thing is, like, someone in New York looks at it. Someone in the field looks at it. How these people just not agree? Be like, yeah, the ball bounced off the turf. It's not a catch. Okay. that's just That took me 10 seconds. Like, it's fine what it is. I mean, it doesn't make any sense what that part of it. It just it makes no sense whatsoever.
0: But, I the so all that is to say, like... On the other side, defenses against our offense have been doing a very good job of bending but not breaking, and that's annoying to me. And I would like them to do a better job of finishing off drives because I feel like they just they don't do it consistently enough where they have convinced me that this is a team that can put up enough points to like be a true contending team.
1: That makes sense. That makes sense. Well... So I'm going to go right into my ugly, because yeah, it, it kind of goes along with exactly what you just said. Our ugly is that our play calling, specifically on third down, is so transparent yeah. that the other teams are just ready for it. Third down and anything under five, we're running it right down the middle. And it was the same play, just coming different variations of the same play over and over and over again. And Seattle just kept calling it. They were like, OK, well, you know, it's going to be between these two guards or these two guards. And they kept coming in, making that tackle a good yard, yard and a half back from the from the first down. So it wasn't even close most of the time. No. You know, third and two, and they, it stopped at third and two. It's a fourth and two now. So that was the ugliest watching these plays that everyone's who every fan on their TV is yelling. Do something different. Try something different. Just make it happen. Do, do a option. Have Heineke come out the end. Do a, a back pass. Anything you can do, but don't do the same play every single time, Scott Turner. Don't do it. Yeah.
0: There is a level of, like, I don't know that it's a, a lack of creativity, per se, but there definitely is a lack of, like, imagination or just, like, being too risk-averse. Um, I just... Not, not not really doing just enough for me, um, so I'm I'm with you again. Nothing. Quite What's likely, your ugly agreement? My ugly. I'm going literal here.
1: <laughs> uh oh. <laughs>
0: burgundy on burgundy needs to be banished. Put it in a rocket. Fire it into the sun. Do not make me watch burgundy on burgundy. It's 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 not a good look. The tops and bottoms. It looks like they're in like a like a leotard it's 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 i think it's their worst look i think it's awful
1: i i honestly pay zero attention like i don't pay any attention to it i like i like the dark colors and the dark colors i don't mind it at all no you got some more contrast
0: I, you got to have I, visually someone's got to break it up
1: for you with I, the burgundy
0: helmets nope. it's all just like
1: doesn't oh have man it's okay it, it, the one time they were doing the color or whatever that was, the color games, like the Thursday rough, night games. Yeah. They never did color rush never, games. Thank God. They were going to have us do all gold. Gold. That would have been that would have been atrocious. That would have been horrendous. So I'll take the burgundy and burgundy rather than the gold on gold. So the gold is look like a weird I'm just we, saying.
0: We, we shouldn't have to. It's not <laughs> And I will I will tell this. I'm putting I'm putting the 12s on blast. I think the Seattle Seahawks current uniform set is the maybe the worst in sports. I think it's terrible. I hate the neon green and I I really actually loved the old Seahawks like the Steve, Steve Largent like Oh yeah. They they looked sharp as hell. I love those colors like sort of the 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 blue and the green like the the sort of very evocative of the Pacific Northwest. I hate the neon. I think it looks so tacky. I think it looks so stupid. Their jerseys are awful. And they have some strong contenders. the The Rams have some real trash ass jerseys these days too.
1: There are some. I, really... I love some of the Chargers and the Rams stuff. I love I mean, the, the Chargers. The light I think the Chargers look fantastic. Yeah, like I. But again, I don't want to start, you know, taking off on people's jerseys right now because we don't know what we're gonna look like next year. That's true. But yeah, we, minimum, we made some some three year old art kid come in and decide what our jerseys look like, and all of a sudden we're gonna have some atrocious get up every single week and we're going to be wishing we had burgundy on burgundy. No, do not make me.
0: Do not make me look w- at mono I don't make me look at any. I don't I don't like white on white. I think you are a white jersey on the road with a colored pant and your color jersey at home with a light pant or maybe your second color pant. I oh, for such one
1: a, such a curmudgeon. Come I on, one, have, live a little.
0: I loved the gold pants. The gold pants were cool. I, I do like them. the gold pants. Yeah, they looked great. I was really stoked. I mean, to be honest, it may have been the only good thing that Bruce Allen ever did when he was the president of the football team was to bring back gold pants. That I'm gonna, I will put that out there. I can't think of another thing that I that's the one thing he did. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, okay, so Washington wins. Woo! You, you may have heard they are Woo! currently in the playoff picture. Like they're in the top 7. They're 7th. They're 7th.
1: I mean, but gonna... 3 weeks ago we, we we would have laughed at being said that. If you had said to me there's a chance that we're going to be the playoff picture in 3 weeks. Yes. By going against Tampa, Carolina and Seattle. Yeah. I would have laughed hysterically, turned off my computer, hid my computer so I couldn't have to talk to you for a while. Cuz I would have thought Brian has gone crazy. He's not correct. He's reason in, he's insane right now. Yes. But we're looking at it and we beat the Super Bowl champions. We beat a Carolina Panthers team that, you know, they're 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 all over the place. But I mean, they sometimes they were good. But they're not, not nothing. They're not nothing. Yeah. And then you look at Russell Wilson and you say, there's always a chance he can beat you. There's yes. always a chance. Yeah. And we beat those three teams in a row. And now we're looking at the very bottom end of the playoffs right now, similar to what happened last year.
0: And I will just say, and we'll put this all behind us um, I, I'll i put my cards on the table. I believe I picked Seattle to win the NFC this year when we did some predictions. I think you um, did. I think I'm surprised, obviously. My expectations were high, obviously. I, this is not, that was not a very good Seattle Seahawks team. So, in terms of like takeaways from that game, it's like that is a game that they, any self respecting team should win because the Seahawks are just not very good. So, I'm glad they won one that, based on the reality of the situation, they really should have won because, you know, going into the year, you don't know what you're going to get. You know, Russ coming back now with this injury, like, they had they have more issues than just Russell Wilson. I would say Russell Wilson oh, is, on the, is more of a solution than he is a problem for them these days. But you know we are Washington football team fans, so we do have to caveat our way into any success these days, which is fine because we haven't heard it. But um, Washington currently five and six in the seventh spot. Uh, they are they would. Again, if the season ended today, they would be the only team from either conference with a losing record in the
1: playoffs. Um, this doesn't sound familiar at all.
0: No, it doesn't at all. Um, because they've expanded the field and because they added an extra game, there is, I think the number of instances of teams making the playoffs with losing records is going to increase. It's not going to be an every year thing, but like it's not going to be like the NBA where you have like four teams from the East that are all under 500. Um, but it would not be unfathomable for two both two wildcards to have losing records. I could foresee that happening.
1: There's a chance that we could have losing records two years in a row and make the playoffs two years in a row. Crazy. And that makes no sense to me. But again, you know, we still have a lot ahead of us. I don't want to jump before, but I can, I can be excited about this game. When Fuller had that interception at the very end of the game, I was so damn happy. I mean, just excited. I think everyone's throwing stuff in there. Just that two point conversion. But then they had the onside kick, and I thought our chances of ever making the playoffs again were gone. Yeah, well,
0: it's a game of inches, isn't it? Um, Washington now. So they they have tiebreakers over Tampa, Atlanta, Carolina, and Seattle, and they've lost to the Packers and the Saints, the Saints who also are not very good, five and six.
1: No, they are falling apart right now.
0: Um, you know they are the same record as Washington, but you know sort of circumstances but being different.
1: They started off a lot better than we. They did, did for sure. Yeah, so they're they're on the deep. This is the time of year when you want to be on the incline. That's yes. where we are. And we're walking into Raiders, and then the NFC East. Right.
0: So, in terms of positioning before they get to those NFC East games, obviously you just got to you got to win every game you can. So, duh, really groundbreaking yeah. stuff here. But when you look at the schedule for this weekend, um, Dallas is playing. At New Orleans. I think you want New Orleans to win, even though they have the tiebreaker over you. Like, Washington still has a path to win the division, which is.
1: And then with, with Dallas also right now, it's a Thursday night game. I, what is it, eight or nine people are under COVID protocol right now, including yes. the head coach. Right. There's a chance, and they just lost for Thanksgiving. There's a chance they're going to walk in, and, and New Orleans may walk in and just stop
0: them. It could be a buzzsaw. You're right. that's It would not be totally shocking given the circumstances. Um, Minnesota, also at 5 and 6, is playing the Lions. So you want the Lions to win that game, but you know, for wild card implication. Um not gonna happen. But so the Jets, Jets and the Eagles, you hope that the Jets Eagles are five and seven at this point. So, you know, they are a game back. Um Chicago is playing Arizona. I guess, you know, sort of a toss up, like who kinda cares? Tampa's playing Atlanta. I guess you kind of want the Falcons to win, even though they're five and 5-6-2. But um, again,
1: they're, they're on the decline as well. They had a right. good beginning, and then just they've fallen apart a lot since right. then.
0: So, you know, things are weird. See, uh, Seattle is going to play San Francisco. That's mostly isolated out west, but you, I think, want Seattle to win there. So there's just like a lot going on that Washington, you know, you you make your luck, right? You make your own luck. You win, you put yourself in a position to succeed. And you kind of just have to hope that everything else breaks your way. And um, I don't know. It's very interesting to me what you're saying just in terms of like this could be another team that makes the playoffs a losing record. Um, We, I think, will start to get more into playoff picture talk really in earnest in the next couple of weeks. It's still potentially a little bit early.
1: Yeah, because if we walk into the Raiders, get ruined. Walk into Dallas, get ruined, and then we walk into Philly, and there's a lot that could happen. Less than a week, that just immediately knock us down a peg. Sure. At the same time, you know, last last year we fell ass backwards into the NFC East. Like we literally lost our way in um, at the very end there, when we should have. We it was up to us, and we just fell into it. Um, but this year we could take it. We could just straight up take it if we can find a way to split with Dallas, beat the Giants again, and, and find a way to, to take care of the Eagles.
0: Yeah, well, lots to come on that. Um, and we're going to bring it to you. We're going to do all the football talking.
1: Um, <laughs> There'll be a lot going on.
0: You want to do some fun stuff? for? I'd we, like to do some fun stuff. Here? Uh, yes, Commander. Uh, yes. Um, we have a y- y- not yet named... Um, f- f- fan fun bag uh, or questions Ooh. that are of indeterminate origin um, I'm gonna ask you and you just gotta give me your initial thoughts
1: here okay okay I'm good, I'm gonna good on the fly
0: Not necessarily uh, sports related I will just
1: preface this okay <laughs>
0: let's say um, let's say you get in your car okay you get in your car and you have to drive across the country.
1: Done it before okay.
0: How long do you think you could go keeping your hands at 10 and 2 on the wheel without moving them to another position
1: for comfort? Right. Just just 10 and 2, just, just 10, 10, and, 10 and, two. and 2.
0: But you can't, you can't let hands- go. You can't let go. You could, I'll, I'll grant you, if you had to like scratch your face or whatever, you could do that. Okay, you got, but you got to put your hands back at 10 and 2
1: oh man I uh, like uh, maybe 30 minutes maybe 30 minutes like I, 30 like because i gotta take it off I, I i drive like i put one hand down i'll drive low like i, yeah. I move a lot when i'm driving like my, my feet and my my hands because i just i'll turn i'm just i'm just you're trying to keep myself awake and you're so driving maybe, automatic these days aren't you yeah I, well yeah if, for 10 and 2, you need to have automatic in this, right. in this scenario, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, currently, I am, but still, I would be like, uh, I can't do this for any more than like thirty minutes because then I got to, you know, I'll move to the bottom, I'll move to the side, I'll have a little change the radio, like all that stuff. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. What about you? I don't know if I can make it
0: to the end of my driveway. Honestly, like I am constantly <laughs> fidgeting. I think if I real okay, and I okay, I think something I, I neglected to mention. Um, you can take as many breaks as you want. But you have to fully park the car and pull
1: over if you want to have your hands not at ten and two. Thirty minutes. That that's minute. me being making aware that I have to do this. Okay. Like that's yes. me being like figuratively aware that I am now. How long can I do this for? I'm thinking thirty, man. That's all I got in me.
0: You know what's interesting? I uh, I took driver's ed long after you took driver's ed. We'll just put it that way. That's true. We were told not to hold the wheel at ten and two
1: cuz the airbag
0: cuz the airbag we're told yep. to put our hands down at like f- 4 and i don't know what what would it have been it yeah lower been like lower 4 and yeah. 7 yeah cuz and what was the the justification was like cuz you'd hit yourself in the face if the airbag yeah, the airbag
1: would hit you like hit back correct it could break your arms as well
0: it could break your arms okay i was just yeah. like well why cuz i would feel stupid if i like whacked my hand into my nose I, I don't know. I haven't, I've have never been in a vehicle with airbags deployed, knock wood. Um, I just, it seems like it sucks.
1: It, it does suck. I've had it happened It does suck. Uh, but, at the same time, I've never had an issue with the 10 and 2 being like, m- me knocking myself unconscious with my own hands. Yeah, okay. I guess you yeah. could
0: knock yourself unconscious. That would be kind of,
1: that's like, you know, thousands of people have their airbags deployed and like four people hit themselves in the face and they're like, we got to change everything. Yeah. No, you don't. Did, you, you, don't gotta change s- did
0: everything. you scream when the
1: airbags deployed? No, it's so fast and like it, it, it does rattles you like you become it's almost like getting hit. In, it's literally like you're getting hit in the face. So you become a little disoriented and you're just kind of sitting there. You got like a like a puncher's like fog. Yeah, yeah. you're just kind of sitting there like, oh, well, that just happened. So, no, I did not scream. It wasn't like a. Uh, a great roller coaster you're like yay you no know, you're just like and all of a sudden you're like whoa holy shit and you're a little little off yeah
0: wow. nice. i don't recommend it, it sounds it's horrible. not awesome yeah.
1: it, it, it was horrible yeah
0: all right i got one more
1: for you uh um, okay and this
0: is actually this one's more a uh, you have to settle a um i would say a, a domestic dispute here this is okay this okay is something that uh, is is IRL something that I uh, dealt with recently <laughs> yeah. and I wanted to get your opinion on it okay you ever um you know a little honey when the, like, the, like a little bear the little bear yeah 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 You ever pop that little guy's head off and just put a little bit of honey in
1: your mouth wait like just directly in my mouth yeah yeah of course okay, okay. Thank but you. but the only but the only catch is that like I've done it before where it was like crunchy so I had to go out and look like, at the spoon
0: yeah, but it's it is a nice thing to take the honey and just like put a little bit on. Yeah, your tongue.
1: it's it's the same as when you get the whip. whip the whip, you're like, cream, like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's wrong with that? Nothing is. That's it, that's the correct answer. So. so 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 to add to it, don't forget, honey doesn't go bad, honey and honey also is like antibacterial because it's right. uh, the way it's made. Yeah. So they, you do know, can say like, oh, all the bacteria, all that. No, honey doesn't have that. I'm actually doing things the right way. Yeah, it's delicious. It's nutritious. It soothes yeah. my throat. Like yeah, everything is happiness. Throat, good on tea. If you don't, if you pizza. don't like it, get get your own damn bear. Yeah, I'm sorry. I uh, there's an echo in here. He's um, getting a he's getting a little jump back from behind him. Going, yeah, yeah. Let's see what Twitter says. <laughs> Again, we'll,
0: we'll let's uh, okay. We're gonna put a poll on the Cult of Cult Twitter page. Do you ever pop the little top of the honey guy and just put a little bit of honey on your tongue? Let's see. Uh, we'll, we're gonna put this out to the followers. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us. I, I think us. I
1: think four people will read that much on Twitter. They're like, and nope, we're too up to many, like
0: 130 ish. I don't know what are we Yeah, do? We're, we got? You've been tracking. You've been listen. If you've been sticking with us and you've following us on Twitter and you're listening to the podcast, first of all, we want to thank you. And thank one, you very you, much. You have seen this from from nothing to something.
1: Where we're we're doing something. Whatever this is, whatever it is, it's something. Yeah.
0: Okay, um, you want to remember a guy and get on out of here?
1: I do want to remember a guy. All right. And so, I went old school. Yeah,
0: you you have to pick the guy and ask me if I remember him, because I made you remember Skip Hicks.
1: Oh, yeah, a little Skippy Hicks. Yeah. Now, I, I, I went dude old school. Like, I, I was a kid. You were a, kid. And okay. I was a kid, so you remember the name. That's yeah. important. I
0: remember. was probably not alive.
1: You probably were? close okay so so that, but this is this is for our audience who may be a little bit older
0: are we doing 20 questions
1: i think we do 20 questions Let's okay cuz you did
0: it. it um yeah all right so you've already told me it's it's um um it's a little bit older it's a little bit older okay but in my lifetime yeah 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 um yeah yeah did they play offense they did they did okay they were an they offensive did. player from your lifetime. Here's the thing. I don't think I'm going to I don't think I'm going to get it. Uh I will play along, but um my brain play along. my brain doesn't really The thing is I know the dudes, but I don't know the guys who from bef- really from before my And lifetime.
1: that's why I picked this cuz right, I wanted though. you to get a little history lesson. They a receiver? Like a wide receiver?
0: Yeah, wide receiver.
1: No. Okay, are they a, are they
0: a back? Of some sort. No. Oh, are they a quarterback? No. Oh, well, now we're in trouble. Are they an offensive lineman? No. All right, so it's a tight end. Yes. I should have gotten there very quickly. It took <laughs> me as long as it possibly could have.
1: Because when you said receiver, I had to like clarify. Yeah. You kind of went all the way around the corner there. Um.
0: It's a tight end from your end. youth. I'm a, all right because I've I've made. Well, you're you're like seven or eight. I will say I'm eight. I'm gonna name yeah. a name, and then if it's not the name, then I'll dive back in and see if I can't get closer. Okay. But okay. Is it Don Warren?
1: No. Okay. No, I almost <laughs> I almost went there, but Don <laughs> Warren was too much of like a player. Yeah, he's a, he's kind of a dude. Um, yeah, yeah. He was definitely like a player that you're like, okay, that he's. Yeah. He he started. This guy played. But didn't always start. Oh, I don't know. That I'm- but he played a long time. Sure, okay. Um, hmm. I'll give you one more. He does have two Super Bowl championships.
0: Oh, see, that should tell me who it is, but it doesn't, which is not good. No. If you're a guy who's won two rings with your your football team, you should know all those guys, I feel. Yes. I could tell you every single player on the Nats Stanley Cup team I could probably tell you just about every.
1: Single the Nats time. didn't win the Stanley Cup. Uh, I mean, the Nats World Series <laughs> and the cap, the cap Stanley Cup.
0: See, they did kind of share.
1: They did. I actually have a picture of them like all together. It's fantastic. And, uh, I love that. That was like the best yeah, day. It was such was a the good best day. day. Um, Let's continue with my guy, though. Yeah. Uh,
0: I've guessed nine. I don't think I'm getting any closer. Does it, their name start with a vowel? <laughs> vowel.
1: Why would it start with a vowel? I don't know. It's are they like
0: Aaron or no. Evan or no. Imani or No No Oscar No.
1: no. It has a normal or non Valdo.
0: God. <sighs> Ten. <sighs> Tight end of one two Super Bowls. People there there is probably at least one person who's like you idiot. How I could have a podcast? It's like well if you are actually interested in hosting a podcast on this network. Reach out to us on uh, on Twitter.
1: He w- he was a twelfth round draft pick. Twelfth round. Okay, he was
0: the twelfth round. They don't even have a twelfth round anymore. No. Um,
1: I gotta give up. I don't have the answer. Tight end for two Super Bowl championships. I'm embarrassed. Clint Didier. Oh, that is a guy. And yeah. That is, yeah. Okay. That is a guy. Yeah, he's absolute a guy. People remember him. Sure. He played forever. Great guy. He was inducted to the the Portland State Football Hall of Fame. Yep. And the Central Washington Hall of Fame. Dude, now in the politics, like, this is a guy. Yeah, he's – you're right. He's one
0: of these guys who, like, runs for Senate all the time now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like Again, he's 6'5", 240-pound, tight end, Backed up Donnie Warren. Like, this was a guy. So I was pretty close with Don Warren. Oh, yeah, you were really close. When you said I wanted to, like, laugh and cry at the same time and go, yeah, yeah, close. Mm. Okay. Like, literally, like,
0: his backup. That is a good guy. I'm glad you... Do you have any, like, particular fondness for him other than, like, having remembered him? Like, is there something you remember him for other than being, like, a politics guy now?
1: The... It, it, It was the... So the 83 championship, I barely remember that those weren't my teams, but Mm -hmm. the 87 and then the 92, those were my teams. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was just old enough to remember those guys now. And what Clint Didier was, was that he was, you know, Donnie Warren was a could could absolutely block the S out of you and he could catch. Yeah. And Clint Didier just he was he was like a third down guy. He was the guy you went to on third down and he's kind of like the tight ends of like McKissick where he'd make the play whether it was a block, whether it was a, a just tearing out and finding some way to catch a ball, that was Didier. and he was really good at just making it happen. That's that's my Didier. that's your that's your
0: that's a good remembering. this is that's really what this is all about. Um, we're just here to talk about our team and remember some guys and mm-hmm. enjoy each other's company. gonna um, be any any sort of final thoughts before we call it an evening?
1: Three in a row. row? Again, I'm going to celebrate the on-field stuff today. We have a bunch of off-field stuff. Uh, We've all gone and talked about on this podcast. That's horrendous. I want to talk about the good stuff just for a day. Just for today, let's talk about the three wins. That we beat the Super Bowl champions. We beat Russell Wilson. And then we showed everyone why Cam Newton's a joke. (laughs) Besides his outfits. Besides his outfits. So I want everyone to enjoy three wins enjoy it because we have them right now
0: yeah and um we'll be back we got lots more i think we're starting to hit our stride here we're gonna strive to give you some good audio uh clips down the stretch here on the cult of cold podcast which is produced and edited by me brian stabby my co-host and director of social media that's gumby you can follow us on the Twitter machine at the cult of cults. That's all one word. We're also available on untapped at Beastabby and at D Cumberland jr. You get anyone follow you on the untapped yet?
1: Not yet, but no. again, you and I are friends on there. That's right. So Yeah. Yeah.
0: And in real life, uh, you can find us on Apple podcasts, Google play, Stitcher and Spotify by searching hogshaven, a Washington football team podcast. And we ask that if you like what you've heard, that you do three simple things, that you subscribe that you rate us five stars and you encourage one friend to check us out it makes a huge impact on our ability to reach new listeners we know that your listening time is valuable we appreciate you taking your time to spend it with us here on
1: the cult of cult